Yeah. Not Charles Barkley. Sing it. It's a wannabe who looks like him. Sorry. Break out. Shouldn't even be here. Be gone. Wannabe? Be gone. body's all warm my skin is sizzling piping hot i'm not concerned about any of that i'm just worried about the top of your head top uh no it is cold it's cold yep okay well uh we're gonna go ahead and start anyway so just try to like rub rub it or something give it a quick rub gotta put a little oil on it you put you oil your bald head i gotta make it grow somehow Welcome to Purely Nostalgia, the podcast where we look at the movies that we liked as kids with our adult eyes, and we try to figure out if they were actually good or if we just thought they were. My name is Eli Shapsmith, and I am the greatest good you are ever going to get. And my name is Clint Jazz Hands Page, and I am what the French call bald. Oh no, you are in, um, you're not really completely bald, you're just Not fuzzy. anymore, I'm not. I I was complete, nearly completely bald, um, maybe about a week ago, uh, actually a week ago today. Um, now I'm just really, really fuzzy right now. The so, very first picture I saw of you, I feel like you weren't completely bald. I was nearly completely bald. I was as bald as I could get without shaving my head, which I was told was unhealthy for your scalp. Uh, being completely bald is. Shaving it down if you're oh. not already losing your hair. Oh, I see. Um, what, what, Clint? What motivated this change in your life? Business, my man. <laughs> Revenue, profits, uh, capitalism made me shave my head. It wasn't anything else. Because no, I've, that was really it. Because I, I feel like there have been I've, a lot of people have been just shaving their head. For some reason, people are having a hard time getting haircuts nowadays. And they're mm-hmm. just resorting to shaving their head at home. I thought that maybe that was it for you. I don't know why people are doing that. Truthfully, I wish I uh, would have shaved my head a month ago. But uh, alas, here we are. And that this is the time. Some would say uh, potentially at the tail end of this time um, where I decided to shave my head. Um, is it interesting and funny and quirky and maybe even completely rando? That you Maybe. have the shortest hair you've ever had, and I have the longest hair I've ever had. How about that? When we started that, this podcast, your hair is long. Our our hair was roughly the same length. Mm-hmm. Now, it is different lengths. Yeah, you can do a near ponytail with your hair. I'm so close. It's you can it, do a bun almost with your hair. Yeah, it, I I could do a little top knot, but the the little there's some little strands on the side that go whoo, and I look kind of like Shrek. Uh, and I can't, nice. Just can't do that. So, and I have a shaved head and a beard, so I look like someone that's going through a rough time. And I my understanding is that your wife has taken to calling you Caillou, correct? It, it, well, not anymore because now you can actually see my hairs coming through the top of my head. So now you just look like in a video game when you're on the create a character screen and it's like the default setting that you start with. 
Mm-hmm. So you're wearing yep. like a, you're a, wearing a under white boxers and a white least. t-shirt. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. Pretty much. Uh, I legitimately, um, Chandler. So my wife, my wife, on the first night I I was a bald man. She rolled over in our marriage bed and gasped when she saw me in the middle of the night had she not um already seen it no i mean she's the one that did it like she had seen my my bald head but she had forgotten that i had shaved my head Mm -hmm. our dog did not like me for a while after i had shaved my head he barked at me for a long time i don't blame him you had a luscious mega church pastor haircut and then you just threw it into the trash I had really good hair is the thing, and now it's gone. Yeah, you can't just go around I've been wearing a lot of hats. really good hair. I did. I had really good hair. I had. Not anymore. This is the new me. It's interesting that you and I are both in the stage where we are wearing a lot of hats, but for very different mm-hmm. reasons. Mine are for my Zoom calls, because I know that no one will listen to what I say if they see the top of my semi-bald head oh oh, sorry i zoned out there i was just staring i was staring at clint's horns at the top of his head if an ant was crawling on your head a very small ant what um would your hair be long enough for it to be a forest for the Uh, ant no no not yet that's how i judge how long people's hair is my my hair it, it's still like the I googled it because I was worried. Um, the initial stages take a long time for it to reach some sort of stasis, but um, it uh you can still see my scalp through my hair if that's any indication. Okay. Well, um, one could say that you look pretty similar to the, the star of the movie that we're covering today. In some ways, at um, least in your hairstyle. I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that, folks, is about where it ends. I uh, went the first time you sent a picture of me or a picture to me. I said, I said "Is that Michael Jordan?" Is that Michael Jordan? <laughs> and it it was not. The egg was on my face. It was my co-host Clint Page. Mm-hmm. But thank we, you for doxing me and giving my last name. Uh, I think we've said it before, but um, yeah, it's true. Today we're talking about a movie called Space Jam. May the yep. fourth be I, with you, you. You were you were about to say Looney Tunes back in action. No, I actually wasn't. I was trying to think of like a funny thing to say instead of Space Jam, and I couldn't, so I just said Space Jam. Oh, okay. But I have a question for you: Is Space Jam a Star War? Because we watched it. On May the 4th Be With You? Yeah, it's we're recording this on May the 4th Be With You, and we both just watched it. Is this a mm-hmm. Star War? This is indeed a Star War. It's got action. It's got romance. It's got uh, guns. It does have guns. It I, has I think it does, space. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It's got space guns. So it has basic, virtually every element that a Star War has. Pretty much. It's got good guy, it's got bad guy. That is pretty much what makes it Star Wars, if it has a good guy and bad guy. And space guns. So and space guns. The answer is yes. Um, we obviously very intentionally planned this out to be talking about Space Jam 
today um, for two reasons. One, it's May the 4th, and this is one of our favorite Star Wars films. Two, <laughs> um, they just announced the title of Space Jam 2. You see this? Yes, I did. It's called Space Jam 2. Is, is it a new legacy? That's what It's something legacy, right? A it's new- like Space Jam legacy or something like that i think it's space jam 2 a new legacy what do you think about that title space jam 2 yeah a new legacy yes not a bad title yeah so they're making a new one of these with lebron james and he has longer hair than you he also has a beard yes it's weird that we live in a world where lebron james has longer hair than i do it is weird but these are the times we found ourselves in do you, do you ever think about these times we're living in and think, wow, these are unprecedented? Uh, sometimes. I think yes. that too. And I don't know why. Well, I mean, you may as well because this is the times that we live in. 2019 was precedented as heck, if you ask me. Watch your mouth. So they did a Space Jam back in the year 1996, and they're doing another one. Um, but the, the another one that they're doing is with LeBron James, and the one we're talking about today is with Michael Jordan. Any questions, folks? Mm-hmm. Nope. Now, I don't even think we've we've mentioned uh, the other part of the premise for this movie, because it's not just a movie about Michael Jordan. Oh, no, sir. There's another, no, it's not. There's another man in this movie, and his name is Bugs Bunny. This man, Bugs Bunny, you have hair similar to Bugs Bunny's ears. <laughs> In a way, you and I look pretty similar to the main, the two main characters of this film, huh? Are you thinking what I'm thinking? Uh, what? Yeah, boss. But what are we thinking? Photoshop. Um, yeah, maybe not. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, Space Jam is when Michael Jordan is hanging out with the Bugs Bunny. Um, and, oh, also, there's a third reason why this is good timing for us is because apparently there is some series about Michael Jordan that people are watching right now. And so, mm-hmm. um, that is very good timing. We're very smart that we do, that we do this show at this time. Um, yeah. it was all part of our master plan. Yeah. So whenever people go on to ask Jeeves and they type in Michael Jordan doc- documentary or like Michael Jordan, uh, so things about Michael Jordan that have been produced recently. We're planning on being on the front page, right? So it'll be a, they, if they can't remember the name of the the Michael Jordan show, they'll just go to Ask Jeeves and they'll type in Michael Jordan show, and then bam, result number one, purely nostalgia. It's us. They're gonna be like purely nostalgia. Yeah, I guess like it was in the '90s when he was popular. So they might even okay. just go to type in um, bald guy. Show show with bald guy, and it'll come up, bam. You're talking about Clint on Purely Nostalgia. Yeah, I mean, yesterday when I typed in show with bald guy, I got Michael Jordan. So yeah, here we are. Purely Nostalgia, colon, A New Legacy. That's the name of this series, which is about Space Jam and Like Mike. We're going to mm-hmm. talk about not Like Mike next week, because that's a movie that Michael Jordan I don't think is in, but the movie but is kind of... it's about him. It's about his shoes, which this movie's also about his shoes, isn't it? There is an extended scene about his shoes where one is on the floor and one is on a uh, a shelf. No, one is on an end table and the other is on a shelf. And it yes, and it's it's Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck creeping through Michael Jordan's very large and spooky house. 
it's a, it's the thing the thing about this is that Michael Jordan apparently lives in the suburbs and he you can just walk up to his home and it's okay. Yeah. Well they have to like dig their way in there, right? Don't they? Yeah. Well, yeah, but I mean like most celebrities you can just walk up to their home yeah, and Michael knock Jordan's on a man of the people. It's he it's the people's house, honestly. If they had um Let's see. It's what WB. So this would be Six Flags. If Six Flags had a um, a Space Jam ride, it should be just um, Michael Jordan's house. Yes, it should be like a haunted house, and it's Michael Jordan's house. And instead of ghosts jumping out at you, it's his kids and his dog. <laughs> his dog Charles. Is that is that his dog's name? Charles Barkley. Yes. Oh, that's that is his funny. dog's name. Do you think Michael Jordan was like, when he saw that in the script, he's like, can we not name my dog Charles Barkley? Can we name my dog Michael Jordan instead? (laughs) Can we name my dog Little Michael Jordan, please? (laughs) I am the good basketball player. (laughs) You wouldn't name my hamster LeBron James. LeBron James. (laughs) That is meme. So we're talking about (laughs) Space Jam today. And uh, I'm very excited because this is this is a movie that I've kind of wanted to talk about on our show for a while. I just kind yeah. honestly, I think we just keep forgetting. <laughs> well, it also, you know, and you know, maybe I'm skipping ahead a little bit. It wasn't necessarily a part of our childhood. It definitely was for me. Was it not for you? No, I, the first time I had seen this movie was uh, a little more than a month ago. Okay, well, let's just go ahead and get into our personal experience with this movie, um, because it was a part of my my childhood. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll I'll go first because mine isn't going to be as long. Okay. So, uh, let me let me set the stage here. Elisha and I we're a little bit of performers, and uh, <laughs> we've done improv we were, twice. We've done improv twice together, and the second go around was uh, this March, uh, early March, before I shaved my head. And everyone else shaved their heads. Hey, do we have uh, to um, like use that as a way to denote different time periods now? Like pre-ball? I think that's pre-ball. Yeah, I think that's good. PBC. Yeah. Uh, so this was in the PBC time, and um, we were in our cabin. Elisha was not with us, but the other two members of our troupe, um, Andrew and Josh, and I, in the mornings, were like, "Let's watch Space Jam before we go walk around downtown Gallenberg." And uh, we did, and that's it. So uh, I can remember, you know, as a kid, this movie being around. Um, I watched, um, you know, Looney Tunes growing up. It was on television. My parents were familiar with Looney Tunes, obviously. I can remember a friend of the podcast, Scott Harvey, who I've known since elementary school, uh, was a big Space Jam fan. Should have had him on this podcast. Should have, could have, would have. Hey, give, hey, call him. Hey, guys, this is Scott here. Uh, I just wanted to reach out and, and thank Clint for consulting me uh, regarding my opinion on the film Space Jam. Apparently, Clint has some memory of us speaking about this film when we were together in elementary school. And I must confess that I I don't remember such an occasion. Um, However, I think that is only because at the advice of my therapist, I have blocked out all memories of uh, our time together in in elementary school. But nevertheless, Space Jam is a film which I do remember. uh, And and I look back upon it fondly as the beginning and also the unfortunate end of the film career of Sean Bradley, which I think was a very promising career. It was a shame it came to such an end. 
so quickly. Um, but, but, you know, in retrospect, I think there are some things about the film that perhaps don't hold up. Um, one thing that does stick in my memory is Podolak, which of course is the name of, of Wayne Knight's character. And it's a weirdly Serbian name, I must say, when reflecting upon this film. And I, I don't think that there's really a less Serbian actor that you probably could have cast in this role as Wayne Knight. So I think maybe it's just a little culturally insensitive, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Uh, and the other thing is just maybe some of the some of the uh, inaccuracies with uh, regard to how the game of basketball is played uh, in this movie. I, I know that you two aren't necessarily the biggest sports fans, so I, I do want to make sure and clarify for your for your guys' sake that uh, Acme weapons were actually specifically banned from NBA games uh, after a, a pretty famous incident in the 1980s, and so the the reliance upon them in this film is, is frank is quite frankly shocking and, and disrespectful to fans of the game of basketball such as myself and I, I would uh, ask you to perhaps reconsider your opinions on the film with with this knowledge now in mind but in conclusion guys um, I, I do want to say thank you guys for for giving light to two of the the three greatest basketball films of all time you've talked about Airbud, you've talked about Space Jam now and I will just say that when you do get around to talk talking about like Mike um, I I know what you guys are going to say, and the answer is yes. I do accept your invitation to be a guest uh, when you talk about Like Mike. So until then, uh, thanks, guys. Sorry, Scott. We'll pretend you're here. I'll say the things that Scott would have said. It's a great film. Yeah, good. We good. stand. Well, hold on. Wait, change your voice. Did you say Ustad? I said we stand. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, hold on. Scott is about to become a lawyer, so can you do it like that? Uh, Your Honor, Space Jam was a great <laughs> film. Good. Um, Scott doesn't actually talk in that high voice. Yeah, it's a lot lower. Um, But he, uh, you know, he. I remember he and I talking about it um, when we were kids, and I just never really got around to seeing it, mostly because I wasn't really interested in sport. Um, But then I saw it when I was at my athletic peak. Uh, So, Elisha. What is your personal experience? I've seen this movie very many times. Liked it a lot mm. as a kid. Liked it a lot as an adult. Mm. <laughs> um, didn't see it in theaters. It was 96? I believe, yes, yeah, 96. 96. So I would have been two at the time. Um, I think I got this as a kind of trickle-down effect from my brother being super into it because my brother was into sport. Um I mean, anyone who's seen this movie needs knows that you don't need to be into sports to like this movie. <laughs> uh, no, not at all. But I don't know. I, I remember just very much um, loving this movie as a kid because it had the Looney Tunes in it. And also, like, it, it was probably at the time of my life where my brother, who was six years older than me, was super into basketball. My dad was always super into sports. And so, like... I was still like, oh, when you are human, you like sport. Like you, you, mm-hmm. you are, you are into basketball. I just haven't reached the age yet where I like understand basketball. And I was like, I can't wait till I get to that age. But in the meantime, I've got Space Jam to keep me company. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, that was my connection to Space Jam, and I rewatched it again 
a couple of months ago. No, not even like less than a month ago, I think. Um, yeah, it was after Gatlinburg. Yeah, and then I was like, we need to cover this on this show, and then we didn't get around to it for three weeks. So I was like, I guess I need to watch it again. So I watched it again about two hours ago. Um, yeah, that you like mentioned something. You mentioned something very interesting that I want to circle back to. Um, to use a business term, let's circle back to that. Mm-hmm. Um, it, you mentioned that when you were a kid, you're like, oh, everyone else around me likes sports. I'm a kid. I have not reached the age that I'm supposed to like sports yet. I can't wait for that point. I I legitimately went through that. I did too. I wasn't kidding. It wasn't everybody oh. else being around me being into sports. It was my older brother loved sports as like a you know 12 year old while i'm six or seven Mm -hmm. and i was like when i'm his age i will be just as into basketball as he is and i'll have all the basketball players posters in my room and like that's just how it is when you're 12 you love basketball did you Um, ever like force yourself to try to get to that point yes i have a very real memory um of my i think it was baseball that my my brother and my dad were watching Mm -hmm. baseball in the living room and Funnily enough, baseball is the one sport that I actually do enjoy watching. I don't keep up with it in any way, but for some reason... Do you like watching it live or on TV more? Um, definitely live more, but if, yeah. if I'm going to have to watch a sport on TV, I hope it's baseball. Um, but I walked downstairs and was like, hey, I'm going to watch this with you guys because I've decided to like sports. And my brother was like, okay. And then I remember my dad being like, listen, you don't have to. It's okay. <laughs> It's like you don't have to like sports. It's okay, and uh, and that was like a turning point for me. I was like, oh, I I don't. You're like, oh, thank you. Awesome, <laughs> thank you so much. Uh, but yeah, it, there's definitely a point in my life where I was a kid. Like I loved to draw as a kid, and I would like draw athletes that I didn't know anything mm-hmm. about. But like they were like athletes that my brother <laughs> was super into, and so I'd be like, mm, I'm gonna draw um, Ken Griffey Jr. today, smacking a home run. This guy's nothing but a name to me, but my brother has a poster on his wall, so I'm going to draw that poster. Yeah. Yeah, no, I um, I grew up in a... Well, aside, my dad didn't really care too much for sports, but everyone else in my family did. And so I definitely feel that, especially um, around the fall, specifically, uh, because that's SEC season, uh, which, if you're in the South, is a big freaking deal. Uh, I can imagine that it's probably a big deal in your area right now because you are near the state's home team uh, for football. Uh, while we're not talking about, and really basketball in some ways. Um, uh, yeah, well, now they're good at basketball. They're way better yeah, at basketball now they than are. football. Um, I used to, uh, my grandmother, who is a recurring character on this show, um, <laughs> is oddly enough very, very much into sports. And um, she. It's not odd. I feel like grandmas love sports. Yeah, yeah. A, well, Southern grandmas really yeah. love sports. Yeah. Um, like, how, how about that football? My grandma will be at Space Jam 2 opening night because she loves LeBron James so much. That's hilarious. Can we it's go very with your grandmother? It's how much she loves him. It's great. I would love that we, so much. Can we actually do that? Yes. Can we please okay, go with your grandmother that. to see Space Jam 2? Great. She would. Um, oh, man, that would be so fun. She's so funny and cool. <laughs> I I have met your grandmother. And you know once. what? I bet she'd buy our tickets. I'm not gonna make her do that. No, she would though. She would have to let her because it would make her happy. I don't want her. I'll buy her popcorn then. Okay, you can buy her popcorn, but she's gonna sneak so much candy in with her purse. Oh my 
good. It's going to be good. It's going to be a good time. And she will uh, pretend that she remembers you, but <laughs> she won't. She won't. Um, but I, I can remember as a kid, my grandmother used to take me and my brother and sister to Lady Vols basketball games all the time. Um, this was back when the Lady Vols were significantly better than the men's basketball team. Mm-hmm. Um, not only on like a technical level, but on like a record level. Um, back they, in the in, days of know, that coach that people Pat loved. Summit. Pat Summit. Pat Summit. Her. Which I have met, I, I met Pat Summit before, um, and she was very intense. Um, and I can remember specifically going to, we would go every single year to see a Vols basketball game, and I loved it. Mostly because I was a cute kid, uh, and I had my siblings around me, and they would have like halftime, th- halftime games. And if you're a kid in the audience, they would pull you out, and you get to, got to go on the court and play a halftime game. And I always got to go out on the court, and then they would drop Chick Fil A cows from the ceiling. And uh, <laughs> what? It was like <laughs> like little stuffed animals, but uh, oh, not okay. the full cow. Hey, hey, not to deviate really quick. Can I tell you a quick story about a cow? We're in the middle of another story about a cow. <laughs> okay, that story is done. Okay, this, after this, tell we me can this get back story this about a cow. Um, so you went to my house that Chandler and I lived in for a year and a half of our marriage. Uh, you, yes. you've been to that house before you've seen the property. It's, it's kind of expansive. Yes. Uh, it's a large piece of property. Um, I was talking with my father-in-law the other day about that house because it was his property and they're about to sell it. And I was like, when was the last time you went down there? He's like, well, I had to go down there today cause there was a dead cow laying in the yard. <laughs> And Do they have cows on their property? They they did not have cows near their property. <laughs> and so <laughs> we have no idea where that cow came from. Oh, man. Now that you are sharing this story about dead cows, I have a dead, a dead cow story. Um, okay. Friend of the show, Mark Watlington. Used to, he Hi, grew Mark. up on a farm. Um, and we would go to his house and hang out. And I remember at least one time, I think multiple times, um, his dad would take us out into this field and we would look for cow bones. And I took oh my a bunch of cow bones home and for years had a cardboard box full of large cow bones that I got from Mark's house. Um, not, not small ones. Like one was like a full rib and, and I would like play with Those it like it was big. a sword. Oh, ew. Eli asked me to talk about finding cow bones at my house. Uh, as kids, so I grew up on a farm, and we had a lot of, like, woods to play in, uh, so I guess we were, like, playing in the woods and found some cow bones, or maybe I, like, knew where there were a bunch of cow bones, so, like, we went to look for them, I, like, took you to that spot, um, yeah, and we found, like, skulls and stuff, I remember that we had, like, a cow skull on, like, our side porch for, like, most of my childhood, eventually, as I grew up and started, like, doing farm work, because I live on a farm and I had to do my version of chores was like, you know, working on the farm. Um, I learned that when cows died, uh, instead of like burying them, we would just put them in the forest. Uh, so I guess we were just finding bones that my parents had put there when they were just not just bones. There was like meat around them. Um, eventually, one time 
my my parents had me get rid of a goat up there once. It was no fun. Goats are heavy. Uh, and I had to, like, drag them uphill. It was, like, rainy. It wasn't any fun. It was really sad. Anyway, cowbones. It was so That's cool. terrifying. So thank That's you, Mark, for the cowbones. That's why have happened to you. I think, like, when I was, like, 17, my parents found the box of bones in our basement and they're like can we throw this away i was like yeah that's probably fine and you're like no those are my bones no i'm st- i'm still gonna clone that cow i have to keep those bones can you clone oh. someone from a bone or do you need um yeah you can you can clone someone from a bone right i think there's like a there's DNA I can't, in there right I, I can't think of a medical term for it but like a statute of limitations on those things or expiration sure, but like i'm just asking like can if you have a bone if if it's a fresh bone, can you clone someone from that? Yeah, I would imagine it probably has like a genome in it. Cool. Okay, I just wanted to make sure. Hey, do you um, have Ask Jeeves pulled up? <laughs> yeah. Um, let me ask Jeeves if you can clone someone from a bone. Uh, let, what I'm going to type into Ask Jeeves is, can you bone clone someone? <laughs> so I've Let's, gone to hey, AskJeeves.com. Yeah. I've been redirected uh, yeah. to ask.com, but that is not the website that I asked for. I asked for Jeeves. Can you say, hey, take hey, take me to Jeeves. I'd like to speak to Jeeves, please. I'd like to speak to Jeeves, please. Okay, I'm typing in, can you bone clone? Uh-huh. Um, and the answer seems to be um, Bone Clones, Inc. <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. I'm going back because I clicked the second result on this page, but I think I would rather go to the for- first results because it was a frequently la- asked questions page for Bone Clones, uh-huh. Inc. Bone Clones, Inc. There's a picture of a rhinoceros. The first frequently asked question is, are your products real bone? Answer, n- we sell no natural bone. So this, this is not real. This is not a good product. Bone Clones Inc. I'm looking up new pr- new products. Have they discovered new bones? <laughs> <laughs> Have they discovered new bones in humans? Yeah. Okay. Let's find the most expensive. <laughs> After that, we probably should start talking about Space Jam. Ah, uh, here it is. It's an II skeleton for three thousand dollars. II. Yeah, it's a little... You know what an I.I. is, right? I'm not sure I do. Hey. <laughs> Spell I.I. Uh, uh, A.I. Or, I'm sorry, A.Y.A.Y. It's a little, like, monkey thing. Okay. A.Y. Sorry, A.Y.E. A.Y.E. Hey, um, on the second page of new products, there's just bones, and then there's monitor lizard for sale. <laughs> monitor lizard? Yeah, like, you know what a monitor lizard is? No, you keep saying things that are insane to me and then saying, you know what a flugly bloop is. It's a, you know, it, it's it, it's like a big lizard. Um. Okay. Can we talk about Space, Space Jam? Jam. <laughs> yeah. There's a movie called Space Jam. Clint, what if I told you that Michael Jordan... Uh, play baseball, and the Looney Tunes get visited by aliens, and they have to find Michael Jordan and make him play baseball so that they can not have to go work at a theme park, and Michael Jordan has to go down a golf hole. What if I tell you that? Hey, I would tell you that you just did a pretty good 10,000-foot view, so but we, let's we, go we with it. But we haven't even talked about our uh, ratings for this movie. 
hey, buddy, 2020 is the year of unexpected things. So you, you've switched the format up, and it's okay. You gave the 10,000-foot view in a but very organic way. No, no, no. That's not a good enough 10,000-foot view. I mean, we I can try to do one if you want me to try to do it this week. But that yeah, wasn't you can it. try to do it, okay. I guess. Because that was like a 50,000-foot view. Okay. Do you want me okay. to? Because I don't want to take that from you. No, you can take it because I'm doing a segment later. Okay. And we talked about my bald head enough, so more more from you. Okay, so 10,000-foot view. Um, how are we going to get up to the sky? A, I mean, uh, I, believe, I believe I can fly. Good. Good job. Okay, so we're going to fly up there like Michael Jordan. And stretch our arms like a Looney Tune. Mm-hmm. But only our arm. So now we're in the air, 10,000-foot view. Um, so Michael Jordan, he's a good basketball player, right? You familiar with this Some guy? Some would say. Um, yeah. he decide, when he's a kid, he has a plan that he's going to play college basketball and then NBA basketball and then baseball. <laughs> yep, as a kid. <laughs> he, he has that plan from his childhood, and he does just that. Now, here is the problem. Um, he's not so good at baseball. He's he was good at basketball. Now the Looney Tunes they have a p- bit of a problem of their own because there is aliens and they want them to come to a theme park and be funny for them and perform stand up comedy for eternity. Um, so the the Bugs Bunny people they challenge these short aliens to a game of basketball because they're short. But uh oh, the aliens get tall. And how did they do that? They stole the talent from a bunch of famous basketball players. So. The Looney Tunes got to go get Michael Jordan, get him to play basketball with them, and teach them how to be tall. And then the second half of the movie is just one basketball game. <laughs> mm-hmm. And they win the game, and, and everyone's happy. Yeah, no, that's pretty good. Congratulations. Isn't it kind of funny that the second half of the movie is just one game? Like It's good, though. Most sports movies are like multiple games. This movie is one game. I like well, that. I mean, that's kind of the hinge point is that it's down to one game. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, and it's like, I mean, I'm not, I'll watch sports from time to time, but I don't go out of my way to be like, I gotta watch this sport game. And even in sport movies, I'm not usually interested in those either. They can get kind of boring, but this was never boring to me. See, I always think that sport movies are interesting, and I'm always like, why can't it be like this in real life? <laughs> I why can't be there this much drama? I mean, if basketball was Mario Kart rules like it is in Space Jam, um, yeah, I would that would be it. interesting. Yeah, we would all watch it. We would all watch it. <laughs> um. <laughs> I'm surprised that he's not in this movie. Yeah, I mean... Well, there was a point where Bugs Bunny wore, like, a Jerry Seinfeld outfit. Yeah. I wonder if he will be the Bill Murray character in Space Jam 2. I'm going to bet it'll be, like, somebody like Adam Sandler or something like that. Or Nick Kroll. It'll be Nick Kroll. I think we can agree to that. I don't think I realized until this watch that Bill Murray was just playing Bill Murray in this movie. was just playing himself, which is hilarious. It's great. I mean... All the, well, not, most of the famous people in this movie are just playing themselves. Yeah. I mean, all of the basketball players are. Yeah. And then Bill Murray. And then That's Bill really Murray. It. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, can, so what was your take on this movie? My take is that, okay, so I mentioned that I rewatched this movie about a month ago. Um, 
and I like enjoyed it and thought it was fun and fine. Um, I watched it on a Netflix party with some friends and we were kind of goofing through it. So I wasn't paying that much attention when I watched it last time was paying a little bit better attention this time around. And you know what? Doggone it. I like this movie. This is a funny Mm -hmm. movie. (laughs) Yep. I gave it a seven out of 10. So three and a half stars. Yeah. Do Hey, let's decide this once and for all. Are we doing out of 10 or out of five on this show? Because whichever one we say, we always convert it to the other. (laughs) That's true. I, I, um, Let's do out of 10, because that, that seems more consequential. I like out of 10 because it is not the, just repeating our letterbox ratings, you know? And Fair it feels enough. like something different, even though you were just multiplying it by two. So from Fair now enough. on, we will never again rate these movies out of five, because it's out of 10. Okay. All right. Deal. I gave it a 7 out of 10. I like this movie. All right. I also gave it a 7 out of 10. Um and my logic is very similar to yours. My first time in watching this, we were kind of goofing on it a little bit and, you know, laughing at it or ma- laughing at it, not necessarily with it, uh, because in some parts it can be easy to do that. But if you kind of sit down and actually watch it, it's a very funny, clever movie. And it, I liked it a lot. Yeah, I couldn't tell if it's like part of it is just that the last thing we covered on the show was Master of Disguise, which is a horrible horrible movie and the jokes are not mm-hmm. funny and yep. it was just like refreshing to see like jokes that work and like sure i i think this movie is like very visually appealing too like it is all of it yeah <laughs> and they 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 did something interesting with the um animated characters which i guess you know who framed yeah Roger they Rabbit put them in the, the freaking real it. world well i mean the way they redesigned them to where they wouldn't be flat against the uh, human characters, which was very smart. Right, they just um, have some like shadows. Like yeah, their their edges are more rounded, and they have yeah. sh- shadows. Um, I um, really think that the animated characters look really good in the real world in this movie. Like, we, it looks great. We have to address the elephant in the room now. Okay. Um, Lola Bunny. Um, what do we have to say about Lola Bunny? I mean, I there just, are things there are things that we cannot say. What what is noteworthy about Lola Bunny? Because to me, I just see a normal female bunny, and I say, "Oh, this is like Bugs Bunny, but girl." So, what's noteworthy I, about Lola Bunny to you? There, there's a certain segment of people <laughs> in the United in the hold on in the United States that you know get their jollies from. Um, anthropomorphized animals, and uh, those those people uh, are bad. Uh, I'll go on record by saying that. I won't say that. I will. They might um, listen to the show and love it. Okay, well then they the show now has a villain to those people, and it is me. Why are you doing um, this? There's so many of hey, them online, hey, and they're guy, human beings. Hey guys, guys, I kind of get it now. <laughs> So the so you're saying that they're not bad? Exactly. On the record? I'm uh, on record by saying that. Um yeah, I mean we already had to kind of go down this road when we did our Lion King episode and I talked about Nala. So I'm just not I'm just going to tiptoe around it as much as possible. I will say uh, I have more of a crush on Nala than Lola Bunny for sure. I don't. Hmm. 
and that is a problem. I, I that um, yeah. I recognize that I am in the wrong because she. I mean, Nala is just a lion. She's just a normal lion that has walks <laughs> on four thing. legs. <laughs> That's the thing is that yours is like an actual. It, it's like there's no uh, humanizing this animal other than the fact that it talks. I am and not. That's, pretending that i am in the right here <laughs> mine at least has some semblance of a human being um so we've we've oh addressed well. the elephant in the room and this is a this is a wonderful perfect movie yes it is no it's not perfect michael jordan's not the best actor but you know what i don't even mind because it's endearing he was he's a good i mean like obviously i feel He's a good basketball player, but I found <laughs> no. Listen, you know, I'm if going you think someplace. About it, he's a good basketball player. I'm going someplace with this, but to like you know recreate it on camera as an act, it probably is more difficult than doing it in the moment. You know, because you don't have the same amount of adrenaline. You're not. You're using your brain in a different capacity. But yeah. he was able to athletically act really well. Sure. Yeah. That yeah, sounds yeah, smart. I've, I I like that. I mean, I I think that that um makes sense, and it w- makes me feel happy to be able to give him some acting points in that way. Sure, um, but I I mean, yeah, the acting from Michael Jordan when he was person acting and not athletic acting uh, was not great, and there were some weird ADR issues with um like Danny DeVito's character and the Monstars when they were little early on in the movie, it sounded really, really weird. How so? It it sounded that like they were three feet away from the microphone when they were recording. Um, Interesting. And they're, they're, you know, just their lines weren't great. It was just like, mm, yeah, okay, well, how about, you know, let's say, oh, oh, it just sounded like they were like, all right, Danny DeVito, go riff a little bit. And it wasn't an on day for him. That is not something that I ever would have thought about. But, um, okay. Uh, I did not notice that at all. So is that, other than that, is this a perfect movie to you? I mean, other than that, I really liked it, yes. (laughs) Um, I I mean, I can understand someone saying that it's a bad movie. um, But I disagree. And I, I say this as someone who um, recently rated it two and a half stars on on Letterbox, and this time around gave it three and a half. I, I I think I was literally in a better mood when I watched it this time around, and also had just watched Master of Disguise not that long ago. Um, <laughs> but I just think that this there's not really a second of screen time in this movie that I'm not having a good time. I think it's very fun and funny, and it moves very quickly, and it's a short movie. Um, yeah, it's good. It's fun. Yeah, I mean, I was eating dinner while I watched this movie, and I was about halfway through it, and I didn't even realize I was that far in the movie. It moves really quick. And it's an hour, what, like an hour and 40 minutes? Oh, less than that. I think it's like, it, it's, it's an hour like less than minutes. an hour and a half, Sorry. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's like an hour and 20. And um, you know what we could have done for our 10,000 foot view is we could have played that very funny scene in the movie where they go to the fortune teller. And the fortune teller yeah, sure. literally looks into a crystal ball and describes the premise of this movie. Yeah, <laughs> and all the that famous really basketball yes, all the famous bas- basketball players around her just go like, "I'm out of here." 
<laughs> she goes like, okay, I see Michael Jordan. He's going down a golf hole. He's hanging out with Bugs Bunny. They're playing a bunch of aliens in basketball. <laughs> They're like, okay, I'm out. The the other basketball players, which I, I need you to look them up right now while I'm telling this anecdote uh, so that we aren't just referring to them as other basketball players. Well, Charles, Charles uh, Barkley is one of them. Charles Barkley is one of them, yes. He's the only one I remember. But um and I mean, I can't remember the other ones, but um they were really funny to me. There was a oh, moment they're where they were so funny. Yeah, you know, the montage of where they're getting like psych counseling or they're getting tests done and they're being wheeled out of the hospital and they're like, Maybe, you know, it's it's not real. Maybe it's just psychosomatic or the alignment of the moons or whatever. And I, I laughed really hard at that. I think the funniest scene in the movie is that little montage where they're just like figuring out what to do with their lives without their basketball talents. The the Charles Barkley scene where he goes up to the kids playing basketball on the street and he's like leaning on the fence, looking at them longingly. And he's like, can I play? And they let him play for a minute. And then they're like, you're not Charles Barkley. You're just some lookalike. And they're so mean to him. And he looks so sad. And then they, and then he just tells them to leave. Uh, right and and then he walks away sadly um i figured out their names it's charles barkley and then it's sean bradley patrick ewing larry johnson and mugsy bogues i only know of charles barkley so i believe mugsy bogues was the little fella wasn't he um let's see mugsy bogues is five foot three yeah he was a little guy is that legal uh i mean in the 90s yes okay didn't know that you is could hilarious that, that there was somebody that was five foot three in the NBA. You know? Yeah, that's insane. He's he's one point six meters tall. Hmm. Didn't realize that. You didn't realize how many meters tall Muggsy Bogues was? I mean, I guess I never really thought about it. Um. You know what is another funny part of this movie? What is during the opening credits when it says. Uh, so we have that cold open where he's a kid and he's shooting basketball with his dad and he says just one more shot and he says all right just one and he does a bunch more shots and then it says michael jordan on the screen and then the next name is bugs bunny (laughs) you think wayne knight got a little offended at that bugs bunny is second build not the actor bugs bunny that's bunny yeah that's true. Mel Blank should have been. Which was it? Mel Blank. Um, he, he surely he's dead, right? <laughs> I'll look this one up. Yeah, you look that one up. It but lo- yeah, that that is very funny. Um, I do really like the animation though. I I like the animation when they're in animated world. Um, I think they look great when they're in live action world, and then I think when Michael Jordan is in animated world, it looks good enough. But I think when they are in the real world, it looks really good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I absolutely agree with you on that. Um, have you Have you found the answer to our question? Nope. I am stop. Oh, Bill Billy West plays Bugs Bunny and Elmer Fudd. Find out when Mel Blank died. Okay. <laughs> it's I just probably wanted to- like in the seventies. I just want to know how wrong we were. I hope it was nineteen fifty one. I mean, to, to be clear, I wasn't wrong. You were wrong. No, I was very wrong. You're um, correct. But at least you admitted it. Um, 1989 okay. is when he died. So you're only a little bit wrong. Um, right. 
I like when they uh, when Bugs Bunny, you know, the the aliens are like, we're taking you guys, and Bugs Bunny's like, you have to give us a chance to defend ourselves, and they're like, why do we have to do that? And he opens up the rule book for the world, I guess, and he writes, give them a fin- chance to defend themselves on a piece of paper and puts it in the book. Why didn't he write, you can't take us? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Monstars were very cute to me. Mm-hmm. I like them when they're the, small. the little bitty one. I really hope they're in Space Jam too. I think they will be. They'll, But they'll be like good guys now. Well, yeah, they became Looney Tunes. Right. It's a yeah, shame the that they little... weren't in Looney Tunes back in action, at least not that I remember. Yeah, I don't yeah, I don't think so. Uh yeah, the the little little bitty guy that Muggsy Bogues became was or that became Muggsy Bogues was really funny. Space Jam A New Legacy. Don Cheadle's in this one. Yeah, he's in uh he's in the second one. He is. Which means Donald Duck's going to be in it cuz you know he's the voice of Donald Duck. What? Don Cheadle. John Cheadle is Donald Duck. You don't hear. You didn't hear about this. No. <laughs> he played Donald Duck in one episode of Ducktales, where oh, when it was his real voice or yeah, whatever. Yeah, something happens to Donald and he starts talking like a normal human for one episode, and it's Don Cheadle. It's very funny. Yeah, I heard about that actually. Yeah. You heard about that on the news? I did. So this movie is interesting in the fact that. Um, it makes Michael Jordan a real but also fictional character um, by, ba- by like, up until the first 15 minutes of the movie is his actual life, probably, or, like, close to yeah. uh, reality. Um, and then he gets it, sucked into a golf hole. Yes. Uh, so you could say that this is, like, he had, like, a stroke out on the golf, you know, the golf course, and this is just his Was there neurons a- firing. <laughs> Was there ever a 24-hour period in the real world when Michael Jordan was missing? Because if so, this movie could be a real story of truth. That's true. I mean, Michael Jordan just, like, as a human, is fairly interesting. Um, well, he's very good at basketball, from what I hear. It, well, he's, like, an ama- the, like, a celebrity basketball player. Like, the one of the first celebrity athletes. Yeah. And then... He quits, retires at a reasonable age and a reasonable time, and then he becomes a minor league baseball player. That's mm-hmm. insane that this that this man. Well, but when he when he was a child, he said, "Dad, I'm going to play college basketball. I'm going to play in the NBA, and then I'm going to be a minor league baseball player." <laughs> that's true. He did promise his father. Yeah. Um, but that's just insane that the most famous athlete in the world becomes a minor league baseball player. And it sounds to me like it was not necessarily by merit. It was just by the fact that these guys wanted Michael Jordan on their team. Um, well, yeah, because the I catcher mean, was whispering to him what the pitcher was about to do. And yeah, that was the opposing pitcher, the opposing <laughs> catcher. That was that's a funny true. moment in the movie, in the film um, Space Jam. And then in real life, Michael Jordan comes back to basketball for a year and does really well there too. Is there an argument to be made that Michael Jordan is the Antichrist because he has, in a sense, died and been resurrected? Uh, Yeah, I think that's a reasonable argument to make, Elisha. Is this the hill that you want to die on? Yes. 
Okay. Because well, there, there you go, I mean, it, there's there's disease in this movie too. It's very end timesy. There's a whole mm-hmm. disease that cancels basketball for the season. Can you imagine that reality? Yeah, that would be. I mean, like where they were having to cancel all basketball, and you, some would say quarantining the stadium. Uh, that would be weird. Crazy. That would indeed indeed be weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael Jordan also has. Let's see, one, two, three, four, four gold medals from, or I'm sorry, two gold medals from the Olympics, which is hilarious. Hey, I mean, they can go to ESPN.sports if they want to know how good Michael Jordan is at sports. That's true. Is that what the people come to us for? For us to talk about sport? For us to talk about how good Michael Jordan is at sports? (gasps) I went to SpaceJam.com. Have you seen this? No. It's amazing. I'm going there now. We have to stop doing bits on our show that revolve around us going to websites. Yeah. Games. (laughs) Play B-ball against the Monstars. Spacejam.com is my favorite website now. I love it so much. Jump Station. What's Jump Station? It says cool links and hijinks. Click above to find out more about your sponsors and the various hip sites that make WB Online the jamming place that it is. And this is a bl- like black and white, or it's like a star background with red text. Incredible. Oh, oh no, it's make it's downloading something. <laughs> I no, didn't no. mean to. Oh no, no, I don't want to install. There's a site map that that you go to, and uh-huh. it has every menu item on the website listed with a description of what it is and there's an icon in the list that says site map and it says here you are did (laughs) websites used to have site maps back in the day apparently so like if you're like lost you go okay go to the site map and then figure out where to go from there hey here's some trivia i think this is this is pertinent because we just watched the movie um what rival calls Bugs Bunny a long-eared galoot? Is it Wiley Coyote, Elmer Fudd, Yosemite Sam, or Witch Hazel? All right. I don't think it is Wiley Coyote because he also kind of has long ears. That would be hypocritical. Um, and he does not talk, correct? He also does not talk. That's true. Uh, Witch Hazel also doesn't seem accurate. That doesn't sound like her style. I don't think it's mm-hmm. Elmer Fudd. He's not that smart. I think it's Yosemite Sam. That's correct. It says right. That's <laughs> period. <laughs> That's <laughs> how lo- How old is Bugs Bunny? 56, 37, 88, 91. Now, is this in the context <laughs> yeah. of Space Jam? Is this in fiction? Um, I don't know. I think the funniest answer is 56, so that's what I'm going with. <laughs> right. That is correct. <laughs> Who provided the voice of Bugs Bunny? You should know this without me giving you the options. That is, uh, you just told me, what's his name? It's it's Mel Blanc's son. It's Mel Blanc. So oh. that is correct. <laughs> oh, well, I thought it was asking in Space Jam. Oh, no. What was the name of the first Bugs Bunny cartoon? A Wild Hare? Bugs Bunny Gets Boiled? Uh, Stage Door Cartoon? Or Hair Tonic? It's a Wild Hare. 
correct. Oh, you're man, you're killing this. I know my Bugs you're Bunny fi- lore. No, I actually didn't know that because I I used to have a tape of Bugs Bunny cartoons as a kid. Oh, watch that one. That was Steamboat Willie. So this is the last one that I'm going to give you. Okay. Uh, what two we've characters? We've been doing this for a while. Yes. What two characters were created before Bugs Bunny? Elmer Fudd and Yosemite Sam, Porky Pig and Daffy Duck, Sylvester and Tweety, or Roadrunner and Wile E. Coyote. Okay, I know it's not either of the last two options. Okay. Um, the first two options were Porky Pig and Daffy Duck and then Elmer Fudd and Yosemite Sam. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with Porky and Daffy. Correct. I mean, you five out of five. Good for you. I'm very smart about the bugs himself. Uh, I've exited I remember seeing Space some Jam. old Porky cartoons. Porky's character really evolved over over the decades. It, I don't it, really it, remember any early Daffy, Daffy stuff, but I'll have to look that up. I'm at, I'm at the page on SpaceJam.com called The Press Box, and it says, Oh, boy. No Space Jam news at the moment. Go back to the Space Jam homepage to see more of the site. <laughs> Listen up, SpaceJam.com. They're doing another movie. Maybe put that on your news page. Anyway, um, I th- we could stay in that for forever. Oh, the thing that I opened, downloaded, and it's loading on my computer. Um, it's a PDF. No, it's a JPEG. That's uh, shoot.dcr. And warning may contain virus. Nope, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not opening this. Yeah, absolutely do not. Um, so Space Jam, um, they... We haven't really talked about the movie Space Jam that much. We've talked about a lot of things adjacent to it. Okay, okay I have a question for you. Good, 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 good. Yeah. I have a question for you. What do you think the moral of this story is? <laughs> if you tell somebody that they're uh, drinking steroids, they will be good at basketball. It's easy to trick somebody into thinking they're good. Yeah, I mean, that comes from kind of one moment in the movie. It feels like the movie is about Michael Jordan not thinking he's good at basketball, but then it turns out he actually is. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I, I, I guess it's like, be confident and you'll be good at things. But when your protagonist is Michael Jordan, that doesn't really convince me. <laughs> it almost seems like the moral of the story is stay in your lane. Yeah. <laughs> you know? This is something that I've often said about the movie The Nightmare Before Christmas, too. Because that is a movie where a guy uh, who has been doing the same thing his whole life decides to try something new and is punished for it and goes back uh-huh. to doing the thing that he hated doing. <laughs> and that is what the movie is about. And that is kind of what this movie is about. It almost seemed like Michael Jordan did not like basketball anymore. No, I think it was just like it was a part of his, his master plan was he's going to become a baseball player. And then, like, I don't know, maybe it's, like, about, like, maybe things don't go as planned, but at least you're still good at basketball. Be thankful for the things you are good at, you know? Yeah, maybe. Somebody out there needs your talents. It might be Bugs Bunny. You can't be good at everything. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's a perfectly valid moral for a story to have. Yeah, probably so. I mean, uh, yeah, you're the greatest base. You're the greatest basketball player in the world. Will you be the greatest baseball player in the world? Probably not. That no. would be amazing. <laughs> don't be selfish. Yeah, don't you be don't, selfish. That's the moral of the story. You're not allowed to be good at baseball, too. I think that's what it is. Um, but it's also uh, like, uh, even if you think that if it's if what you're good at is getting old, 
there's somebody out there who needs your help that can use your talents. Mm. Might be Bugs Bunny. You never know. Might. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty good. I'll I go like with that, that one. I think that's the best one. I think that's what we'll go with. Yep. You ever notice that Bugs Bunny says Mickey Mouse in this movie? He does. <laughs> and and then Daffy right after says, so sue me. I have another question for you. Yes, Mother May I. Where, where does Lola come from? This is her first appearance ever. Well, I know that this is her first appearance, but like in the movie, I don't even really, I just remember her walking into the gym and being good at basketball and everyone's like, wow, a girl. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, but I don't remember why she walks in or where she comes from or what how she's introduced. Is there an I mean, explanation? In, in any other movie, she would be a pawn of the bad guys to like trick or seduce the main character away from his objective. You know, yeah. Uh, but that's not what she was. She just literally they're they're practicing basketball and she walks in. And she's like, I'm here to audition. And you, oh and yeah, that's like, what it is. Okay, yeah, and that's really it. She auditions for basketball. Uh huh. Correct. And they're like, "These you are made the this team. is terminology that we understand." And then they um, here's they your made basketball a, costume. They made a new Looney Tunes uh, Cartoon Network show years later that had Lola Bunny in it, and she was like mm-hmm. so different. Her her character was not the same at all. Was it? Was she kind of a ditz? Yes, she was very ditzy and like she like it, it was like the reverse of this movie because in this movie like Bubs or Bugs is like wow yeah, yeah. ooh ah. hubba 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 ah, hubba ooga. and then it's yoink, like yoink, the yoink, reverse yoink. and that cartoon yeah. she's like obsessed with Bugs and I think they're like dating and Bugs is like eh, get off my back and uh, <laughs> free love let me marry who I want and she was also in um uh, baby baby Looney Tunes. Well, her, yeah, yeah, that's true. I watched Baby Looney Tunes a lot. Yeah. That's weird. Now, what if... she was. What if that was the take for Space Jam 2? Space Jam, but babies. Okay. I'm good with that. Space Jam Origins, colon, an old legacy. uh Uh-huh. So what you're implying here is that (laughs) LeBron James is going to show up and be like, ah... My dad, Michael Jordan, or I'm Michael Jordan's dad, or something like that. <laughs> yes. I remember my son, Michael Jordan, playing basketball in our backyard with no net. Yes. That is one. Yes. That's the, that's the concept for this movie. An interesting anecdote that I read about this movie is that they, uh, Warner Brothers, in order to keep Michael Jordan happy, built him a basketball court for this movie. Which is hilarious to me that he's... I, I just imagine him pacing around being like, I'm so mad. <laughs> just Nothing could calm me down. And then they build him this... They just pave some dirt and put up a court or put up a goal. And then he's like the nicest person ever. Like they don't, they don't give him a milkshake. They don't give him money. It's like, just give him a basketball and he's happy. I'm sure that's like just like his training, you know. Like he's he's he can't take a day off of playing basketball, you know. But that's what the quote said was to make Michael Jordan to make happy. Him happy. <laughs> they built him a basketball court. They just that was them sticking a pacifier in his mouth. I mean, what you're saying makes a lot more sense, but yeah. what this is saying doesn't. Um, you know what makes a lot of sense in this movie that I appreciate? 
What's that? Marvin the Martian is the referee. The because referee. He is both an alien and a Looney Tune. So he yes. is unbiased, I guess, is the idea. Yeah, but he uh, definitely is pulling for the Looney Tunes. Yes, but but he has plausible deniability to be like, listen, yeah. I'm an alien. I wanted the aliens to win. I'm an alien. Oh, that's um, a pretty good Marvin the Martian impression. Thank you. Um, the Looney Tunes also live in the center of the Earth, which is interesting. Well, they live at the bottom of a golf course. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. Um, also, there was I, a point in... Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, I like when uh, Michael Jordan gets sucked into the golf hole and uh, his golfing buddies, which are Larry Bird, uh, Bill Murray, and his uh, his assistant... And Newman. Newman, yes. Um, they're all just what they're like looking for him but they're not that panicked about it and then they're leaving and larry bird says i hate to just leave him like this and it's like (laughs) leave him in a golf hole (laughs) like ostensibly he is dead uh, like it's like he had a flat tire or something and they're like yeah "Yeah, i feel kind of bad leaving or he has like a tummy ache or something Yeah. (laughs) yeah um it uh I had a point, and I can't remember this. I'm sure it was stupid. It was stupid. You're right. Anyway, anything else about this film? Uh, Wayne Knight blow up like a balloon and go around the room, and that is funny. That was funny. And then they're like, is this possible? They're like, yeah, I mean, it's possible, dude. You're a a looty tooty touty. I remember in our Airbud episode, which is our other basketball episode, um, (laughs) Mm-hmm. When talking about just the good, clean storytelling of the end of that movie, how he like, you know, he's not confident. And then when he looks at Airbud, he like gets the confidence. And it's not Airbud that shoots the winning basket. It's the kid. Yeah. And he, it's like after he looks at Airbud and he's like, I can do it. And like Airbud inspires him to win the game. Like, that's really a nice moment. I like that that moment in this movie is Michael Jordan being like, wait a second, I can be a Looney Tune? And he stretched his arm out so far. Mm-hmm. And does his signature dunk, but with a Looney Tunes twist. Uh, you're incorrect. He did not dunk it. Did he not? He, oh, yeah. I don't know. He, like, drops it from really high above the goal, doesn't he? Yeah, from, like, 10 feet above the <laughs> yeah. goal. He just throws it down. Which was a risky way to do it, Michael. But Sp- you know, speaking you of you. Speaking of him dunking, when he's a kid at the beginning... Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> When his dad, they're about to go in, and he's like, wait, dad, one more shot. And he, like, runs toward the goal, and then it's, like, opening credits, and it, like, you know, cuts to him, like, dunking as an adult in the NBA. But, like, what happened in in his childhood when he tried? Because he wasn't about to dunk it. He was a little baby. I mean, baby. he just did a layup. Like. <laughs> I guess so, but I thought he was trying to dunk. I wanted to see him just jump and, like not reach the goal (laughs) do that thing where kids jump but they fully extend their legs before they (laughs) jump (laughs) yes um michael jordan is not as tall as i thought he was now i need to preface that by saying six foot six is very tall but he's not as tall as i thought he was i thought he was like a giant that's what i would have expected he's not known for being like mr tall man he's just basketball player tall I think that was kind of his thing is that he was like kind of an average build, you know? Yeah. Uh, but he was just incredibly talented. 
Yeah, I, I'm not going to pretend like I know things about Michael Jordan. <laughs> I'm willing to just go on the record saying Michael Jordan, pretty good at basketball. Now, we've got a lot of listeners on the internet. These people are people, too, and you want to alienate <laughs> the people that are not fans of Michael Jordan? This is what you want to do? No, I want to. I don't want to. Oh, that aren't. Yeah, I mean, like, LeBron camp. If you are, like, LeBron is the best, uh, I actually wish you would die. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, there's that. Yeah. I mean, there, there, there are things about Mike, or not Michael Jordan, LeBron, that make him kind of an unlikable player, you know? Yeah, like his hair's too long. His hair's his longer hair than yours. Too That's too long. Yes, ag- agreed. That is the gauge that we're going off of. Is his hair longer than mine? Right. I don't like that. Um, you know, not to like dip around the subject at all, but it was always going to be LeBron James, right? For Space Jam 2. As far as I know, yeah. I remember I, that talk going back like a couple years, I feel like. I wasn't sure if it was going to be Kobe Bryant or not. No, and I don't think it was ever going to be Kobe. Okay. I think well, Kobe would have appeared in the movie, maybe? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Or, I mean... Probably. I mean, it would have made sense. Yeah. Well, he wasn't even playing anymore, is the thing. Um, LeBron James is still playing. Kobe was retired. Yeah. So, he, I mean, maybe he would have, you know, made some sort of appearance, but um, he would not have had his powers taken from him, if that's Yeah, the you're right, because take. once you don't play basketball in the NBA anymore, you're not allowed to be in movies anymore. What are you talking that's about, you correct. stupid idiot? Well, it, okay, listen to me. <laughs> And in this one, Monstars take the power of people that are playing basketball, that are actively in the NBA. If they're taking that same route, they wouldn't be like, let's find Dennis Rodman in freaking (laughs) North Korea and take his powers. No, they're taking relevant basketball players who are playing right now. I don't think that the concept for Space Jam 2 is going to be that the Monstars take basketball players' powers again. I'd hope not. Now they play against, like, the kids next door or something. I mean, it's going to be like Home Alone 2-style sequel. It's going to be the same movie, but this time in New York. Yep, pretty much. Or, like, The The Hangover 2. The Rose Garden. uh, Where's The Hangover 2? Bangkok, that's right. Well, Clint, I've said all I have to say about this movie. Uh Uh-huh. Is there anybody else who needs to sound off their stupid opinion? Yes, there are a few people, actually. Ladies and gentlemen, please stand and rise and take your hats off for hot takes. Just a reminder, since we haven't done it in a while, hot takes is when I go on IMDb and sometimes Amazon and I find uh, what other people have said about this movie. All right, we have two full reviews in front of us now. Sometimes I'll read the full reviews And sometimes I'll just read the headlines, but these are pretty short. So here I go. Uh, This first one comes from Lil Girl. (laughs) Oh, no. And Lil Girl gives it a... uh, a, She doesn't rate rate it, actually. Um, I feel like Lil Girl is maybe a 50-year-old man. That's my guess. Lil Girl gives it uh, nothing and uh, says, get ready to jam and laugh at the same time. Okay. Um, and uh, just <laughs> That's to sort note, of in the tagline. Yeah. <laughs> just to note, um, whenever I scream, it's because it's in all caps. That's going to be for later. Oh, perfect. Um, so it says, Space Jam will please any kid, young or old, old kids. I love uh, old kids. 
<laughs> I'm just an old kid <laughs> at heart, little girl. Uh, Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. Sorry, they spell J O R D O N. Jordan makes even more money off of a different level. Showbiz. A and different boy, level. And boy, does he secede. <laughs> Sp- Space Jam is funny, fresh, and a great movie that I could watch over and over again. Come on, and jam, as the song goes. You can't miss <laughs> this movie. Eight out of ten stars. I agree with that. That's a good review. Mm-hmm. And then this final one comes from Tin Shin, uh, which is just the number 10, S-I-O-N. Tension. Tension. Is that like Tintin's friend? Uh, sure. Tension. Uh, gives it a 6 out of 10 and says, genre, sports. <laughs> <laughs> is and that then, it? Yeah, this is what the review says. Anticipation, 1. Conflict, 1. Engagement, 1. Entertainment, 2. Production, 1. Total, Six. <laughs> Wait. And that is their review for this movie. And that's six out of ten? Yes, they gave it a six out of ten. Interesting. Okay, so I, I was thinking each of those categories were like one out of ten for each of those things. And I was thinking it would be an average of those. No, it's not. Yeah, they didn't do it like an aggregate. Um, an aggregate function. But no, they just... Uh, gave their criteria for every movie which is anticipation conflict engagement entertainment and production hmm. and i it, it looks like adding those up could equal to 10 so they're weighted averages it looks like to me but they're all weighted equally math that uh, and so uh, ladies and gentlemen that has been hot takes well, thank you, little girl, and what was the second person's name? Tenjin? Tenjin. Tenjin, yes. Um, but I don't care what little girls think about this movie, <laughs> because you tell it only matters what I think. We're going to mm-hmm. put this movie through the gauntlet of our three questions that we ask of every movie. Is this movie good for kids? Is this movie good for adults? And does it stand the test of time? Question number one, is this movie good for kids? Clint, what do you think? This movie is good for kids. And kids, don't be like me and think that you have to like sports to like this movie. You don't. You're stupid for thinking that. Correct, you are. (laughs) Uh, Oh, I meant you. I was talking to you. No, yeah, and I'm agreeing. Okay. Um, As a kid, I was dumb for thinking that. Yeah, this movie's good for kids. It's the Looney Tunes, and they are having um basketball times with michael jordan yes it's mm-hmm. good isn't it kind of weird that the movie is called space jam now that you think about it <laughs> <laughs> ah, yeah that's weird <laughs> why, why is the movie called space jam well, it's about it's... michael jordan playing basketball with the looney tunes well like yeah, uh, that's a good point. I understand that there are aliens, but that is such a bizarre title for the movie. <laughs> it's a very like non non consequential part of the movie. The fact that they're from space—they're not—they're not in space when they're playing basketball, are they? Uh, 
no, no, they're on Earth because Bill Murray just shows up. Yeah, they're in they're in a golf course. Oh yeah, they're underneath the golf course. Nothing in this movie takes place in space. Are we sure? Because he gets back to the baseball game from a spaceship. You're right. I truly don't know. Unless they just use the spaceship to get from the course to the, you know, the 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 stadium. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. Yeah. Either way, it's strange that the movie is called Space Jam. Yeah. Um. So, uh, what do you think? Is this movie good for adults? Yeah, it's good for adults. Uh, it's got sports. It's got comedy. It's funny. It's clever. You'll like it, adult. I do think also that it's good for adults, and I think that mainly comes down to, for me, the jokes work, and it's good to look at for my eyes. I like looking at it. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Um, which I agree. I can't, I can't say either of those things about the last movie we covered, Master of Disguise. I'm only you, may, you are you've talked about that movie twice in this you are haunted by it well yeah it's just because it's the last movie we covered on the show and like it was very bad that's a very bad movie mm-hmm. it is i agree does space jam, hey clint does space jam hold up for you from watching it a couple months ago i i mean i from a couple of months ago i liked it more this time because i was actually watching it but yeah, uh you know, the real uh, nexus of this question is for you because you watched this movie as a kid. So does this stand the purely nostalgia test of time for you? Yes, it does. I don't think I would have answered yes before this rewatch. I don't know. I I still enjoyed it the last time I watched it, but I gave it a lower rating. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't think that, you know, a little diminishing in enjoyment is enough to disqualify it because you yeah. didn't view it as bad. I very, very much enjoyed my viewing this time around. So, yeah, yeah I'm saying yes. It's a perfect well, score, baby. And, hey, we get to hang its jersey in where it belongs, in, in a basketball stadium. pit of raptors. In our pit of raptors. Have at it, you clever girls. Um, I really want a Toon Squad jersey. I know that there was, like, a time where that was, like, the cool thing to have, you know? Yeah, but um, now, now if you have a Toon Squad jersey, you look like I do currently, and you live in a trailer. Yes. So, um, but I, w- I would kind of like one. I wish that the Monstars had cooler jerseys because they have a cool team name, but they have dumb-looking, yeah. boring jerseys. Yeah, and they just have zero on the back. Yeah. Um, wait, are they all just number zero? That's sad. Yeah, they are. Boring. Um. Well, uh, next week we'll cover, or in two weeks, <laughs> um, we'll cover another Michael Jordan movie about a little boy who want to be like Mike. I'm sorry, you said a little boy? I think you mean a little Bow Wow. <laughs> that is true. I am sorry for missing that opportunity. Um, and that is a movie that I haven't seen since I was very, very small, but I know that I liked it at the time. So I'm excited to rewatch it. And this is a movie I have not seen at all. So going into it with fresh eyes. Like Mike. It's a freaking classic, mate. Oh no. I mean, I can remember it. Oh no. The surfing guy's coming back. (sighs) That character died, you know, at least a month ago. Yeah, he did. Um, 
hey, we're on social media. We have a Twitter account. It's at Purely Nostalgia. We have an, an Instagram account as well. It's at Purely Nostalgia Pod. I have a Twitter account. It's at Elisha P. Smith. And um, I also have a letterbox account. It's also at Elisha P. Smith. And you know what? Give me a follow on TikTok because it's at Mr. Wallet. And that is the most important social media of the moment. Congratulations. Can you spell Mr. for us? M-I-S-T-E-R. That is correct. You Mr. know how the, the goal of the first year of the show is getting you on Letterbox. The goal of this year is getting you on TikTok. I won't do it. Yeah, I, 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 I mean, believe like, you. I'm not even going to put that much effort into it. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, no, the goal of this year is for us to be acknowledged by Antonio Banderas. That is true. I don't even think we had to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had to be acknowledged by him, even if it's just a wave or like we fart and he smells our fart and makes a face. Yeah, he grimaces <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Um, I am also on Twitter and Letterboxd. You can follow me at Clint JH Page. The JH stands for Jazz Hands. Did you give the show social media? Did I give the show? Oh, yes. Yes, I did. Okay. I thought I you meant, remember. like, have we made social media accounts for the show? <laughs> and I was like, we've no, been doing this show idiot. for um, two years. Yeah, L- about A little two over years. two years. It's crazy. Man, we um, suck. Yeah, we do. <laughs> we've seen a little bit. Of, it's not. There's no diminishing returns yet, so that's always a positive. I haven't um, checked in a while, to be honest. <laughs> that's okay um but now is the call to action if you like what you hear uh give us a review and subscribe uh go on itunes or wherever you listen to your podcast but preferably itunes uh five stars goes a long way into ensuring that we are at the top of the list for nostalgic and purely based content uh, where are we at with purely poop how they how uh, they do i haven't checked we are one above purely poop at the moment. Purely poop, you guys suck. You guys suck, purely poop. Have you seen oh, that new um, doppelganger podcast that that has been interacting with us on Twitter a little bit? No, I haven't. It's a uh, it's <laughs> it, it's like um, something nostalgia, and it's another word that starts with a P. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hold on, I, I don't want to plug them. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't care. It's, we can plug them. Yeah, but they it, can, I mean, yeah, they're a It just reminds me of that other time that um, we there was another show that was <laughs> similar to us, and I tweeted a uh, a gif from us of the girl looking at her like doppelganger <laughs> at them, and they got really upset. and <laughs> They got <laughs> like, mad. They thought that I was like calling them out for ripping us off. I was just making a joke. But I was yeah. like, I, I said something about ha- them having the same logo as us, and they got really upset. <laughs> I was like, I'm just yeah, because their kidding. their logo looked eerily similar. It was the to same. Us. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, do we want to name these people? Uh, sure, I don't care. Give them. A... Yeah, it's a uh, probably a better podcast than us. I mean, maybe Prime Nostalgia Podcast. Prime Nostalgia. Yeah, give probably go listen to them and not us. I mean, they have more followers than we do, so. Um, <laughs> this is such a great way to end our show. They have six times the amount of plugging similar shows that we know (laughs) nothing about. They could be a bunch of racists for all we know. Yeah, that's true. If they are racist, don't listen to them. If they're not, go ahead and listen to them after you listen to us. And that's on you to determine. We're not going to help you out with determining that. I mean, I think that's okay for us to determine what's racist or not. No, I think so too. I just mean like I'm not going to bother. You know? Oh, I see.
Yeah, we're not going to get into those arguments, folks. We have enough of those off air as is. Um, <laughs> so, weren't you? Oh, you already looked up the thing you were going to look up, so we're done, right? Yeah, we're done. Hey, uh, that'll do, donkey. Donkey. We'll see you soon. And Skinath for listening. We have found Ellen View Public Records online. <laughs> All right. Do you know Ellen's last name? Degen- Degeneres. Her ass. Degeneres. You're going to have to bleep that last part out. Okay, here we go. Public record search. Updating data on Ellen Degeneres. <laughs> we are searching Ellen Degeneres. Unlocking database. Computer. Contact Give me everything you've got on Ellen Degeneres. Enhance, enhance, photos, social media profiles. These are public records. See what you may discover. Okay, I'm about to unlock unlock contact information. Oh, there's more. Criminal records. You're going to find, like, pictures of her at a Yankees game with Kim (laughs) Jong-un. Yeah. Uh, Background report. And now we're about to unlock relatives. I have not gotten this far yet. Okay, check mark. (laughs) We're in. I've I've hacked the system. Here we go. Popular use cases. While you wait, please check out other profiles. (laughs) Oh, what juicy profiles do they have? Okay, Ellen DeGeneres is loading. Uh, we are searching her home address, her phone number, her social media, <laughs> uh, criminal records, photos, and court records. I feel like we can uh, find her social media. Uh, well, hold on. Been verified is really helping me out here. Been um, been verified. Yeah. Thank you. Ben. So. Our search on Ellen DeGeneres may reveal interesting information, such as photos, family, videos, friends, professional connections, and more. And now there's a Google Professional icon for connections is what I'm <laughs> interested in. There's an icon for Kickstarter in front of me to click. So uh, not going to click that right now. I'm very interested in knowing Ellen DeGeneres' criminal records, which is buffering right now. Uh, please confirm there are limits to how to what you may see. Please review the box and click the box below. Sign up and continue. I agree. Ellen DeGeneres went to a monster truck rally with Swiper the Fox. All right, now this is making me download a VPN. Do I do it? Yes. Of course. Criminal Records is still loading. This is a secure website using a, an SSL certificate. Thank, thank you, Norton Secured. Oh, boy. This is a very long bit that you're going to have to cut a lot of chaff out of. Been no, verified. It's, it's all staying in, in con- the end of the episode. Okay. People are going to see, see a three-hour three hour episode file, mm-hmm. and they're going to not realize that most of it is just at the end, after the credits. Success. Search results are available. Our background report includes information about, da- about bankruptcy records, <laughs> career history, social media, and even online photos. All right. 
Okay, so I have to make a webs I have to make an account and submit my credit card. Do I do it? Of course you do. I'm not going to do this. This is bad. Yeah, but I I'm 30% the way in knowing about Ellen DeGeneres according to this. Ah, <laughs> man. Hold on. I will make a fake one. Let's see. Terry. Credit card number 1111222. Well, I think I might be able to. It's wanting me to sign up for premium. <laughs> uh, so. Can you get a free trial of yeah, this? Yeah, I'm doing the free trial. Of so this I'm incredibly doing... evil, illegal <laughs> program. So I'm doing TerryNutButter123 at gmail.com. Okay, of course. Classic. If it asks me. Only real purely nostalgia fans remember Terry Nut Butter. Remember Terry Nut Butter, yeah. Saving results, please wait. Okay, preparing monitoring. I guess that's fine. <laughs> it's fine with me. I'm a single mother Monitor. dating online, and I've used Ben Verified to help protect my family, says Rhonda. Okay. Okay. Completing results, personal information. Here's some results. Um, the current address is displayed with a map, satellite image, and access to in-depth property reports. Give me <laughs> those reports. Okay. Even see buyer and seller information, prices, co-owners, and availability. View satellite oh, maps of property. <laughs> this is asking me if I want to view satellite images of property. Um, of course yes. you do. So here's some criminal information. Um, may contain where available arrest and convicted records as well as outstanding warrants, traffic violations, and speeding t- tickets. Uh, compiling federal and state county local databases uh to find criminal records oh relatives we've recently added relatives great hey if you're thank still you. listening to the episode thank you for not skipping to this american life or whatever's next in your podcast queue yeah uh if for those of you who have just now tuned in we <laughs> are looking up is ellen DeGeneres mean which has taken me on a uh database uh, excursion uh, from Ask Jeeves to benverified.com. Now I've entered in a fake account uh, for a free why trial. Are, why are you repeating everything that's happened? Nobody is just now joining us. <laughs> well, it's a, this has been seven and a half hours since we started this. Yeah. All right, we're on the miscellaneous section right now. Okay. Um, I can potentially find Ellen DeGeneres' phone number and the people she has called. So that's pretty cool. And mm-hmm. this, granted, is all just by typing in her first and last name. <laughs> Important results are ready. If if this is the kind of thing where you only get to pick one person before it's like you have to get the paid version, then I'm going to be really bummed that we picked Ellen De- Ellen DeGeneres for our okay, one free person. Okay, 15% off. Uh, save 15%. I can't look. It's making me sign up for a membership. Apply discount. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Here's what here's what we do. Here's what we have in front of us right now. It's making me enter in a credit card, and um, it's one month of information. <laughs> so I have one month of information in front of me, and it only takes two minutes to sign up. 
Um, it's two hundred and eighty-six dollars. It's worth um, it. Yeah, uh, we can blackmail Ellen for way more than that. It says your membership benefits include unlimited background reports, phone numbers, emails, addresses, criminal records. I I need to get off this website. I yeah, you do. Like I think you do. Is is Ask Jeeves the dark web? <laughs> 